Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 323, and welcome back to my front porch. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're having a really, really wonderful day. Man, I tell you what, can you believe it's February? It's today is, if if you're kind of keeping up with the podcast, uh, today's the first, and I just feel like, my goodness, that re- really flew by re- really fast. Uh, man, January just went so quick, and I'm, I'm not done yet. Uh, it's been a, a real busy January. Again, like I said, not bad, just real busy this week. We had a care training, care network training. How cool is this? Check this out. So I told you that we launched we launched an app that uh, called Lovewell that we're using to help local churches, which it was it's been so cool. And then as alongside of that, we started a care network, and I think now we have almost forty people in that network. And these are mentors and shepherds, people that are like volunteers who are like, hey, I want to help people, and. So we, uh, we spent time yesterday training them on some of the things that, that we've learned and what we're growing in and a and couple hours of just coming together and figuring stuff out together. Awesome. Just so cool. I mean, I'm, always, I'm blown away by the amount of people who go, hey, I want to step in and help. And, and then being willing to show up and get trained and all that kind of stuff. Really, really cool. So it's just been a busy, busy month. Uh, but it feels like you ever had a busy that felt didn't feel bad. Like it was a busy, but it didn't feel bad. That's kind of what January feels like. It's like, man, I, there was a ton going on. But it wasn't a busy bad. It was a busy good. So it wasn't like a draining kind of busy, but a busy good. So, yeah, so we had that yesterday. That was super cool. But, yeah, just sitting out here on the front porch, super nice. Got my fire going. Um, I'm looking. Now, I I don't know if you know this. I, I'm, I'm like kind of a, a, a stars, you know, kind of guy. I like looking at the stars, you know, planets, all that kind of stuff. NASA, I follow them on Instagram when I get on there every once in a while. But any, anyway, I keep, apparently there's a comet that you can see in the sky that you're not going to be able to see for another, I don't know, 50,000 50, years, which I, I don't plan on being around that long. But uh, so I'm thinking like maybe after this, I might go see if I can't go hunting that thing down in the morning too. I think in the morning time is the best time to see it. But anyway, super excited, Uh, super excited that you are all listening in and tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Every single one of you who listen. Thank you for all of you who give. There's a bunch of you who give to help this podcast go on uh, frontporchconfessional.com. There's a little button that says partner. A bunch of you have done that. Thank you so much. Really, really do appreciate it. Um, I am headed to Massachusetts tomorrow uh, where I found out that there's a cold freeze rolling in on uh, Friday. It's going to be negative 15, negative 15 degrees. I live in Arizona. I have a fire on right now, and it's 50 degrees outside. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to die this weekend. Uh, so pray for me. But I'm um, speaking out there. I'm excited to speak to, I think, I don't know, six or 700 kids. So that'll be really cool. But anyway, just super excited you're here. Super excited you're listening. Super excited that we get to dive in. I am 
excited about this passage. I can't believe I haven't done it. So this week I walked our staff through this passage, um, and uh, it's Philippians 1.6, and it says this, And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. I'll read it again, Philippians 1.6, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. I got a buddy, uh, his name's Mason, and Mason and I have been friends for about 15 years. Mason's a construction guy, man. He was a pro skateboarder for a period of time and and then uh, started in construction. And he and I have done a bunch of different uh, things together, projects together, but I had hired him when I was working in corporate and I was putting on huge shows, multi-million dollar shows for uh, different uh, car industry, people, uh, different uh, brands in the car industry. I had invited him to do the show in Tacoma, Washington. And basically what we did is we rented this, I mean, this is crazy, but you can rent a mountain. It's a real thing. So we rented a mountain and I thought, man, it'd be so cool to have like a 100 foot by 25 foot sign that you hang off the side of this mountain uh, and it would say the brand of uh, the vehicle. And I thought, man, that would be so cool. You anchor it into the mountain. We had a whole plan. So I, we built this whole thing, shipped it across the country. And I, I called Mason and said, hey, buddy, I, I would love for you to come help out. Well, I threw my back out like two days before the show. But I'm not one to kind of ask for help. I'm like, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll get going. It's no big deal. So we get there, and I'm, I'm like barely moving, but I'm grinding through, and I'm not going to complain. I'm just going get to the, get the job done. Well, Mason's like, he's such a guy who like likes to get the job done, but he wants to make sure everyone's safe, and he keeps looking at me going, like, dude, don't. It's fine. I got this. Don't worry about it. And I get angry. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Like, if I want to get work done, I'm going to get it done. And he was like, dude, I'm trying to help you. And he and I would he just got into it because I was like, no, I can figure it out. And he was like, I'm trying to help you. Like, you're not safe. You're going to blow out your back even farther. Like, let me help you. And to be honest, I was really upset at him. Because I couldn't believe, you know, this is my job, my site, and here he is kind of telling me what to do. Well, now all these years later, as we reflect, and I was like, look, I'm, I'm really sorry. I think that was a lot of pride in me. Like, I couldn't receive help. And, and so I was thinking about this passage, and I'm like, it's so interesting to me. We go, okay, like, and he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. And I'm like, man pausing on that we go like okay what's the good work and uh, so often we're like well I can create that good work or I'll go do that good work or I'm going to go do that good thing or is this the right thing is this the wrong thing and what I realized this week and as our staff was talking about this week I was like it's the Lord who does the work he does the good work and it was like man don't we love to be the ones who do the good work don't we love to be the ones who come up with the good, good work? Or we're the ones who go, this is what a good work looks like. But in reality, what Paul's going like, no, no, no. The Lord is the one who does the good work. He's the one who starts it in us. He's the one who kind of births it into us. And I just think for so many of us, we're, we're going, no, no, no. That's my responsibility. Like, I got to figure that out. And it's kind of a weighty thing. And maybe you're feeling that today. You're like, I want to do the right thing. Like, I want to fall after God. I want to make the right decisions. And you're like, I'm responsible for the good work. And in this passage, Paul's like, no, 
And he who began a good work in you. I mean, think about that. The Lord is the one who's doing this inside of you. He's the one who's inviting you into something. And I think we get so sidetracked trying to do our own thing, our own plan, our own way, that we miss out on the work that he wants to do. I mean, when's the last time you said, Lord, what's the good work you want to do in me? Or, Lord, what's the good work you're doing in me? Man, how about that? Some of you are at jobs and you're like, man, is there good work around here? And he's like, yeah, there's a good work I'm doing. But you're so busy trying to do your work that you're missing on my work. And then we get all sideways and sidetracked. And this is what he's inviting us into. Are we allowing ourselves to be put into submission? So the way Isaiah would say it is, he is the potter. We are the clay. Oh, but we don't like that. We don't like that. We talk about how he's our God and how much we love him and how much we follow after him until he's like, no, no, I'm the one who does the work. I'm the one who forms it in you. I'm the one who calls it into you. I'm the one who created you, right? I knit you together in your mother's womb. I'm the designer. And, and we struggle with that because we like to be in control. We have a control problem. We like to be the determiners of our destination, of our plans. To be honest, we want the credit. We want to go, look what I did. Look what I accomplished. Look how I got there. And Paul's like, no, 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 no. I'm trying to focus you. He's the one who does the good work in you. And here's the crazy thing. Oh, man, are you ready? He's the one who brings it to completion, not you. Now I have the good work in me, and I'm like, perfect. Okay, now I have to bring it to, to completion. Nope, not your timeline. Not your timeline. Well, I don't like this at all. I have no control. I get none of the, the, none of the glory. That's exactly right. You see, we're glory hogs. We're glory hogs. We would gladly choose to take on the glory for ourselves as opposed to say, look what God did in and through me for his glory. This is so confrontational in the best kind of way. So humbling in so many ways. And it reveals in each and every one of us something pretty dynamic, pretty desperate. Something we really need to ask for forgiveness for. We have a control problem. We have a glory problem. We want it our way, right away, the American way. We want to create our own destinies. We want to create our own plans. We want to create our own outcomes. And Paul's like, it just doesn't work like that way. If you're submitting yourself to the will of God for the glory of God, it will mean releasing yourself to God as a child of God. I mean, just think about it as a child. A child walks around and it cannot really determine its destiny. The parent has to help it along the way. Like if I didn't teach my daughter how to ride a bike, she probably wouldn't be riding a bike at this point, right? I had to help her walk through that, right? I had to show her the good work and then help her bring that good work into completion. And I delight in that. Here's the thing. He delights in this work and he delights in the completion of it in you. And I just, this week as our team was sitting back, it was so humbling. It was 
it was so humbling. It was, in again, in the most beautiful way, it was pretty confrontational for all of us. Because if I'm honest, if I look at my life, I'm like, man, the terrifying thing is, oof, I did a lot of stuff on my own will and my own power. And to be honest, for my own glory. Oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, no wonder I was so stressed out. No wonder I was so worried. No wonder I was so overwhelmed, right? I think some of you are feeling that way right now. Like, man, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Well, maybe it's because you're trying to take control of the good work. Maybe it's you're trying to control the outcome. And Paul's here is like, don't do it. His will, his way, his time. Release yourself to his care, his sovereigns, his sovereignty, his sovereign plan in your life at the right time. He's not in a hurry. Unfortunately, I wish the Lord was in a hurry. I mean, in my personality. And for me all the time, he's like, slow down. Just be with me and be with other people. What are you, why are you in such a hurry? Well, because I'm trying to bring it to completion, this good work that you've done. No, no, no. My good work, my time, rest. Rest in me. Rest in me. That's what it means. When, when the passage is trying to help us come to a, a realization, it's like, that burden is too heavy. Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. For my burden is light. Right? Think about that. It's his. Give it to him. Trust him. His good work. His timing. His completion. And now we're like, oh, man. Lord, could I see this, but how do I do this? And now, seriously, look at this. If you look to Jesus, what you will find is a is is a is God in human form resting in the will of Father, in His time, deciding to start His ministry, in His time choosing the disciples, in His time to give up His life, in His in the Lord's time to get to to have him resurrected and in his time, his glorification to bring him back home and in his time to return. And what he's trying to teach us is God's way, God's time, God's glory. Because one God, when God begins a work, he is faithful to complete it. Rest in that. And so the question is this, are, are you, are you trusting yourself too much? Are you really trusting the Lord? Are you, are you just kind of wearing yourself out and moving too fast and trusting yourself way too much as opposed and trying to, trying to create your own plans and your own way and your own desires? Or are you just going, Lord, I want your good work and I want your good time for your glory? And uh, that's what I'm learning right now. And that's what our team was learning uh, this week. So Heavenly Father, teach us all to see the good work you're doing into us and to anticipate the completion of it for your glory and your honor. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heartbeat. Till next time, cheers. Cheers.